The Light FM presents Community Spotlight, a program designed to focus on what's important to you in your community. Now here's Braxton with today's Community Spotlight. You know, some of my favorite memories growing up were going to youth camps as a kid. The, the day camps, the, the overnight camps, the, the friends I made, the, so many fond memories I look back on really kind of shaped who I am today. Love, love uh, youth camps and everything they're about. So that's why I'm pumped that you're here because we're talking to a camp director himself, founder of Go Tell Ministries, Go Tell Camps, and they're coming to the Ridgecrest Conference Center in Black Mountain, North Carolina this year, June 6th through the 10th. Rick, thanks so much for coming on. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, Braxton, good to be with you, and to God be the glory for your ministry and for the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association that you're a part of that's touched the world for many, many decades for the glory of God. Well, just like you said, Rick, uh, to God be the glory. Uh, we're just vessels, just trying to be used. Get out of the way and let yeah. him work, right? That's what you got to do. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. Take me back in time, 1989, when God put this ministry on your heart. What was happening in your life at, at that moment uh, that kind of led you to start uh, Go Tell Ministries? Well, brother, I got saved in 1984. I was a young, uh, ambitious assistant college football coach at Texas Tech University. An evangelist by the name of James Robinson came to Lubbock for a uh, local church evangelistic outreach. And even though I'd made a decision when I was a young child, I realized on a Sunday night in Lubbock, Texas, January 15, 1984, hearing a man of God an evangelist by the name of James Robinson preached the gospel, and God used that message that night to invade my life. It wasn't long after my conversion experience, I left Texas Tech, started traveling with my evangelist, evangelist father, and really began to see what he had been doing all these many, many years uh, in full-time evangelistic ministry. But during that short period of time traveling with my dad and sharing my testimony and helping him reach young people in his uh, evangelistic outreach events, et cetera. I still had an itch to get into the coaching, back into the coaching profession. Mm -hmm. And so Liberty University just hired a new coach. I uh, flew up and interviewed with the new head coach. He hired me on the spot to come and coach the running backs. And I was there for two years. And during that two-year period, I lost the ambition and, and, and really the, the, the passion for coaching. And God had made it clear to me that he was calling me to the ministry. So to make a long story short, I resigned from the coaching uh, profession there at Liberty. Dr. Jerry Falwell Sr. had given me a scholarship to go through the seminary. So that spring semester of 1986, I enrolled in seminary and was about halfway through that spring semester. I received a telephone call from Bailey Smith Ministries and uh he was asking if I would pray about coming on board their team to help them reach the youth of America in their crusades. Yeah. So I joined Bailey's ministry in 86 and traveled with him for about four, maybe five years. And during that time, doing all of his youth work, youth evangelism, God put the desire and really the vision in my heart to launch a, uh, a camp ministry. Bailey was doing these Bible conferences all across the country bringing in pastors and lay leaders and staff members of local churches. And uh, he was bringing in great men of God to speak and, and great music. And I said, you know, this same concept could be used mm -hmm. for teenagers. Yeah. And so in 1988, we were in a, a passionate prayer meeting. It was me, my oldest brother, Daniel, and a couple of the guys. 
And on our knees, we just basically basically said, God, we want you to use us in a ministry that would impact young people's lives. And uh, pretty generic prayer, but one year later, we started the uh, the Go Tell Camp Ministry in 1989 there in Tacoa, Georgia, at the Georgia Baptist Conference Center. And for the last 32 summers, we've been youth, been doing youth camps there in Tacoa, Georgia, as well as other venues across the nation. And to God be the glory, in the last 32 years, we've seen over 100,000 teenagers and leaders from churches across the country that have been touched by God through these camps. Over 40,000 have made personal commitments to Christ. Over 3,000 have answered God's call to the ministry, and it's just been a, a, a ministry that God has ordained and has anointed and has used to impact multitudes among multitudes of young people's lives in local churches across the nation. Yeah, and uh, you know, you're talking about 100,000 been impacted. You said 30,000 saved and 3,000 gone into the ministry. Was that right, or was it 40,000? 40,000. And Over 3,000 have answered God's call to full-time Christian service. And each one of those numbers has a specific story of, of that moment in which they felt God and His Spirit. And I, I can tell you from going to many you know, kids' youth camps growing up that some of my favorite memories as a teen, as a youth camp member, were going to those camps. The, the people I met, the, the things I learned, how God spoke— through some of those people in my life. And, and I can look back on so many times where it, without those camps, I wouldn't be who I am today. And I know that many of those people that have gone to go tell ministries could say the same thing. And for 32 years of ministry, you've got to, to witness God change lives. And I know that that's made an impact on, on your life too. Uh, wondering if you, if you could share a story or two of, of, of a, a child or a, or a teen or even a even a volunteer that you've seen God just oh, there's radically so, there's change. There's so many, Braxton, there, <laughs> there are so many stories that I could share. One that comes to, 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 to mind immediately is uh, over the last you know 12 months during this lockdown, I have been going through a lot of our archives over the last 30 plus years, listening to sermons and testimonies, et cetera. And I was listening to a testimony of a youth leader who shared that he brought 15 kids to camp. He said, all these kids grew up in church. Their parents go to church. He said, on the last night of camp, we were having our church share time. And he said, I asked all the kids to stand up in a circle. And he put a chair in the middle of that circle. And he said, the Holy Spirit impressed upon him to give a gospel invitation to those 15 kids. And he said, 12 of those kids came and gave their heart to Christ in that share group that night. And he shared the next morning to the whole camp audience, a thousand teenagers and leaders from churches all over the Southeast, what God did last night in their share group. And he said, all those, those 12 kids, that they would go out on Friday and Saturday nights and party, do drugs and alcohol and the whole nine yards, he said, with all the other kids, but they would be in church on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And he said, last night, they repented of their sin, and they said, we want to totally surrender and give everything over to Jesus. Mm. And he shared that to the entire camp audience on that Friday morning. When I heard that on an audio cassette tape, <laughs> man, my heart was blessed, and, and my heart's been revived to hear so mm. many great messages and testimonies over the last 30 years. And I'm still going through all the archives, because we're getting ready to put all that on digital 
and, and, and send that out to the masses across the world. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking with Rick Gage from GoTel Camp Ministries. You can find them online, gotelministries.com. Rick, you're, you're kind of speaking to my next question already, but if you were in front of, or let's say a teenager is listening right now, through you know better than anybody, all the things that teens deal with in today's day and age, it only gets worse, and I think it's uh, exacerbated over the pandemic. But if you were in front of a teenager right now, what would you tell them? How would you speak into their lives? I'm going to pretend that I'm a youth pastor and I would want to put my arms around that young man, that teenager that's uh, maybe involved in a local church or maybe he's not involved in a local church student ministry. But number one, I want that young man to know that he is loved. For God so loved the world, young man, that he gave his only begotten son, Jesus, just for you. He bled and died on a cross for your sins. He took your sins and my sins. He paid the penalty for all of our sin. And, and, and he was buried and rose again so that we could have a relationship with Almighty God. And I want that young man to understand the importance of having a personal relationship with God. I want him to understand and know that when this brief life comes to an end, you can know for certain that you're going to heaven. And that I would want to help that young man to become all that God wants him to be. God's got a plan and a purpose for all of us. I don't care if you're a teenager or if you're 75 years of age, God's got a purpose and a plan for all of us. And I'd want to help that young man to become a true disciple for Christ. And I'd want to pour into him. You know, the Bible says iron sharpens iron. Mm. I want to teach that young man how to have a prayer life. I want to teach that young man the importance of spending time with God every single day of your life. Teach the importance of getting on your knees and praying to God every day. And that I want to tell that young man, equip that young man, uh, and teach him how to lead others to Christ. I believe one of the greatest ways to begin sharing uh, your your faith in God is to share how God saved you. Share mm -hmm. your testimony. And if that young man knows Christ, then we, we, we want to help him to begin to share what God's done for him with others. That's one of the greatest methods that I have learned to use over the many, many years that I've been a believer in Christ is to begin to share how God got a hold of my life and the impact that, that it had on my life the night that I gave my heart and my life to Christ. So I just, I'd want to encourage that young man, God's got a plan for your life. You need to begin building disciplines in your life right now, reading the word of God daily, praying daily, reading material that's going to help you grow, just like an athlete. If you're going to be a su successful athlete, you're going to have to spend time working out in the gym. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to run, stretch, exercise, do the things that want to help you to be fast, big, and strong. The same principles and the same disciplines apply in the, the, the Christian race, the, the, the journey of faith. And, and, and if you apply those disciplines and those principles, God will raise you up to become the man or the young lady that God has called you to be. All right, June 6th through 10th at Ridgecrest Conference Center. Um, it's, gonna, it's a five-day, four-night camp, uh, and it's going to fill up quickly. Uh, Will Graham, Johnny Hunt are going to be speaking, but what else can teens or, or parents or even youth pastors uh, expect that week? Well, it's going to be a life-changing week. Uh, we start on Sunday night, and we'll end on uh, uh, Wednesday night. We've got Adrian Dupree uh, out of South Carolina. He was the team chaplain for Coach Steve Spurrier. He was the team chaplain for Lou Holtz at South Carolina. He played his college football at Furman University, 
And in fact, Adriel was just at the Cove here, I think a couple months ago with Will and some other leaders. He'll be with us, Travis Krim, who played football at Alabama and is in full-time ministry today out of California. We've got, uh, uh, you mentioned Will Graham, be speaking with us, uh, speaking one night and some other great leaders will be speaking, great music. Uh, we'll have uh, general sessions. We'll have breakout sessions. Afternoon will be a lot of activities and recreation. So it's going to be a, a power pack week. So any youth leaders, uh, any youth workers, uh, any parents out there of teenagers or you're involved in the student ministry of your local church, go to our website, gotelcamps.com to get more information about how your student ministry or maybe maybe you, you're a, you're a mom or a dad and you teach a small group of teenagers, and you could bring your small group. Doesn't have to be the entire uh, student ministry of your local church. Could it could be a small group uh, out of your local church? But uh, all the information Braxton's on our website there at uh, GoTailCamps.com. It'll be a life changing week. Well, good deal, and I know it will be, and I'm excited uh, to hear how it goes. I know we're praying for you and uh, just praying that God works through through you and through the hearts and lives of those kids, teenagers, and, and even youth ministers there at, at GoTail coming up June the 6th through the 10th. And, of course, like Rick said, you can always find more GoTailMinistries.com or GoTailCamps.com. Rick, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate your time and uh, praying for you. God bless you, Braxton. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed today's Community Spotlight, covering issues that matter to you in your community. If you have a suggestion for a future program, just call 800-330-9648. That's 800-330-9648. Be sure to join us next week for another Community Spotlight with Braxton on The Light FM.